peace again, beautiful people. Peace, peace. So, um, I came across this article here on WRAL.com. And it caught my attention because, for one, I've been working in geriatrics now 16 years. Um, and I'm also a geriatric nurse. So I'm seeing a lot of these things firsthand. So I'm going to read, not the whole article, but I'm going to read bits and pieces. So um, it says here, after an outbreak near Dayton, Ohio, um, killed eight people and infected 50 at a pair of nursing homes that are less than 10 miles apart, Health officials began scrutinizing the medical specialists, such as phlebotomists and respiratory therapists who work in multiple facilities a day. One such health worker who visited both homes tested positive for COVID-19. It says in Maryland, Governor Larry Hogan said an outbreak that spread like wildfire at an Mount Airy nursing home killing five and infecting 77 apparently began with an asymptomatic healthcare worker who made it past the temperature check screening and infected the population. Now, I'm going to stop right there. That little part that I just read. So, from what I'm understanding, it seems like the healthcare workers are being blamed for these outbreaks at these two nursing homes. Now, let me tell y'all something. I can't sit here. First of all, I'm, I'm a fair person. I'm very, very fair. But in my experience, Working in geriatrics, I know the ins and the outs. I've seen it all. So with that being said, this first person, I'm sorry, the second person that made it past the temperature check screening and supposedly infected the population of the nursing home um, in Maryland. First of all, let me tell y'all something. I know where I work. They're not accepting call-outs, period. And we've seen staff, one staff member, to my knowledge, that I've seen with my own eyes that were able to work in our facility with a low-grade temp of 99.2. So with that being said, a lot of times what the media isn't being told or is not telling people is that a lot of these people that appear to be symptomatic from this disease or whatever, they're being forced to work. And that's a fact. I know my facility in particular, they're not accepting any call outs, period. It has to be like a dire, and I mean dire emergency, in order to accept that call out. And I'm quite sure these other facilities are the same. And I'm going to tell you why. A lot of the nursing assistants and, and nurses are quitting these facilities. 
Because number one, a lot of the residents in these facilities came from the hospital with this disease. And a lot of times these healthcare workers don't know until after the fact, after they're brought into the facility, especially the CNAs, the nurse can get report all day long from the hospital. But a lot of these nurses do not let the support staff know what's going on with their patients. They just don't. Either sometimes they forget to tell them or a lot of times they just don't want to or they feel like they don't have to. And that's just in my experience. So with that being said, you know, we can't solely blame the healthcare workers in this article. I feel like it's so messed up because a lot of these employees are being told hey i don't care that you're coughing you have to come to work i don't care that you're running a low-grade fever you have to come to work so although yes this person made it past the temperature check and supposedly infected this population surely (laughs) surely you can't just blame one person because we had to look at the bigger picture here did this person try to call out to work to inform the facility that they did have a fever or were they told hey we're not taking any call outs either you come to work or you don't have a job and if you're in a state like the state i live in in north carolina if you're in a at-will state, meaning these jobs can fire you, can terminate you just because. Where does that fall in line? You see what I'm saying? So we can't, you know, this article here, it, it, is, it, is, it does have good information. It does. Because people do need to know the importance of how this is affecting the elderly and everything. But at the same time, this article is blaming the healthcare workers like, okay, well, they're just infecting, you know, the entire population. Because let me tell you something, a lot of these nursing homes do not have access to these tests unless they go to a hospital. And a lot of these hospitals don't have access to these tests. Yeah, they have the flu swab, but not for the COVID-19. So let that sink in. What if, you know, your loved one is in one of these facilities and they have the symptoms, but they can't get a test because there aren't any. So we need to look at the bigger picture here. I just, you know, I don't agree with this article in its entirety because it's just like oh well you know this one healthcare person made it past the temp screening and they infected 77 people like no it's not fair to single out this person and and let's be truthful here a lot of these nursing homes have been on lockdown since january y'all so 
if they're on lockdown, they can't have visitors come into the facility. Um, the residents can't even go out of the facility unless, you know, they have dialysis or chemotherapy or whatever. If the, if the virus itself or the disease is in the facility, it's being contained because there's really no fresh air getting into the facility. Everybody is enclosed in the same space, even if they're saying, okay, we're using this, uh, this social distancing rule. You're still keeping people in one contained area of space. And diseases can spread just like that. So, I mean, I, I can't sit here and just solely agree with this article and solely say, yeah, these healthcare workers are passing it around to the residents because you have a whole lot of different factors. I mean, for example, um, I worked in one facility when I first became a nurse and there's a um, virus called C. diff, C. difficile, Clostridium C. difficile. And basically, it's like a super infection caused by uh, the multiple use of antibiotics. And it's very contagious. Um, the stool of patients with C. diff, it has a very particular stench. You could, you could point it out. <laughs> um, not to sound gross or anything, but that's what it is. So... I remember I asked my nursing supervisor, you know, hey, you know, my patient A has C. diff. Aren't we supposed to put them in isolation so patient B won't get it that's in the same room? And she's like, oh, no, it's okay. Da, 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 da. And I knew it wasn't okay because it was not okay. And surely a week later, patient B ended up getting C. diff from patient A. So we had to look at those factors too. Okay, if you have uh, a resident that's sharing a room with another resident and they're having signs of the COVID, are you putting these people in isolation? Hmm. We have to look at the big picture here. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to end this and please y'all, since you can't check on the elderly, you can't go to the facility, pray for them, keep them in mind. Even if you write letters or hashtag uh, for the elderly, we care for the elderly, think of them too. I think people are, I don't want to say neglecting them, but it's like they're forgetting about them. And then with this going on, you know, they're the most vulnerable right now besides our children. Because a lot of these elderly people, they have underlying health issues as it is. A lot of them, you know have pneumonia, all kinds of things to make them more susceptible 
to getting COVID. So let's keep that in mind. Let's remember the elderly. Think about them. Okay? Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Comment. Let me know your thoughts. Even if you have elderly in your family that may or may not be in a nursing home or that may receive home health care services, you guys let me know um, how that's working out. What measures you and your family uh, are taking for them. Because, y'all, these people, you know, these elderly people, they're becoming depressed. Like, I, I see it at work. They're becoming depressed because they're used to seeing their family members every day, every other day, every week. They're used to seeing these people. So imagine you're somewhere in this building and you can't see your children they can't come see you. Imagine how you would feel. Let's have some empathy here. But anywho, love y'all and peace.